Hello, I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Tuesday, November 7, 2023. It was a down day for Asian stocks amid fresh doubts central banks led by the Federal Reserve are done with rate hikes. The PSE index down at the open managed to cheer up at the close, getting a lift from better than expected October inflation print, which eased to 4.9% from 6.1% and September's trade deficit narrowing further to $3.5 billion. No pressure for further rate. RCBC's chief economist Mike Riccaford sees the start of sustained easing and inflation with a headline number predicted to go below 4% by the end of this year. Because of uh, better weather conditions, especially in October, uh, we didn't see uh, storm damage unlike uh, since late July till early September because food accounts for about a third of the inflation basket. The exchange rate relatively steady. Uh, and uh, we've seen now a net stronger peso, uh, among the strongest in more than three months. Prospectively, this would lead to further easing of uh, importation costs and prices. For November to December, there's a chance that uh, we may even see year-on-year inflation to ease a bit to a little over 4%. But definitely, it would be offset by the fact that uh, during the holiday season, there's some seasonal pickup in demand and some seasonal pickup in prices of some not brand items, but only to go down uh, by January after the holidays. And uh, well, and uh, headline inflation, how would it look like? Maybe the slowest would be uh, January due to the high uh, high base effects, high denominator. Mm-hmm. We've okay. been seeing that. Or, or, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So. So that could be the lowest because uh, the highest base or denominator was January of uh, this year. So come January 2024, you may even see uh, even less than uh, 3%. For the first quarter, 3% levels. For the day, the PSE index is up 9 tenths of 1% at 61.31 on very thin volume, just 3 billion. We are all positioned in fact. We're waiting for some help from, from foreign. Sun Life Investment Management's Mike Enriquez notes, trading remains muted with very shallow trading activity, saying we need the foreign money back to prop up the market sustainably. Most of the investors continue to favor um, risk-free assets. Um, they're mostly uh, just placed in back time deposits, given the fact that um, time deposits offer 5-6%. Even a 10-year government bond rate has reached 7% until we see a reversal of interest rates that that would be a more compelling reason for investors, at least domestic investors, to start flocking back to the domestic equity. For investors, definitely it's something um, that we should take advantage of, especially when the, these trigger points, um, these turning points on inflation, these look at the, the movement of inflation, the movement of interest rates, the movement of the dollar peso rate. These are the things that will determine if the market will start to reverse. In corporate stories, PLDT posts a 12% dip in third quarter bottom line amid flattish revenue, bringing nine-month profit to nearly $28 billion, up just 1% year-on-year. This amid what the Pangilinan-led telco described as persistent macroeconomic challenges from inflation, high rates, and slowing economic growth. 
Interesting to note though, consolidated service revenues net of interconnect costs grew $1.1 billion to an all-time high of $142.3 billion in the first nine months of the year, while data and broadband, which grew 4%, now contributes 82% of consolidated service revenues. Consolidated EBITDA also hitting an all-time high in the January to September period, recording five consecutive quarters of improvement and is set to exceed the 100 billion peso mark again this year. In all, Chairman Mani Pangilinan says they're guiding full-year core net income of 34 billion pesos, slightly higher than 2022's 33.3. Meanwhile, Bloomberry reports a 19% growth in third-quarter net income to 1.9 billion, bringing nine-month profit to 8.3 billion. That's more than double from the same period a year ago. The operator of Soleil Resort and Casino says mass-oriented gaming segments as well as the hotel, F&B, retail continue to perform well above their pre-pandemic run rates, offsetting marginally lower total gross gaming revenue due to fluctuations in the VIP segment. Enrique Rezon says with Soleil Resort North, its second property on schedule to be completed by March next year, he expects to further strengthen market leadership. Meanwhile, Integrated Microelectronics posts a net loss of $1.6 million in the third quarter versus a profit of $806 million a year ago to cover losses from STI Limited as IMI worked on closing the divestment transaction with our capital. Revenue also slightly dipping at $341 million, largely driven by a general slowdown across the electronics industry with companies tightening working capital levels amidst excess inventory in the supply chain. Still in earnings, Petron managed to post higher nine-month bottom line at 9.5 billion pesos despite a slight dip in revenues. As prices corrected from their extraordinary elevated levels last year due to the Russia-Ukraine war. Ramon Ang's oil firm says strong volumes growth of about 16% helped offset that price correction and even allowed the company to absorb the more than 50% increase in financing costs. In other news, Cebu Pacific received its 13th aircraft delivery this year, a brand new Airbus A320neo as it addresses growing demand for air travel. The aircraft, powered by sustainable aviation fuel, formally entered into service on November 1. Six more deliveries are expected before the end of the year, bringing this year's total deliveries to 19 aircraft. And finally, Globe Telecom signs term loan facilities with BPI, China Bank and Robinsons Bank for three, five and four billion peso loans respectively to help fund CapEx and refinance debt. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.